0: Hello and welcome to episode 75 of The Book Wars Pod. Wow, I didn't realize we we're at 75. I should see something special for that.
1: Nah. It's like it's like a hunger in them.
0: I mean, yeah, sure.
1: We will actually do that video that we um, scrapped because we were so fucking depressed. Nope. <laughs> and it was broken. Nope. nope. The video's nope. dead and buried. Oh, okay. Nope. Never mind. Never mind. Maybe.
2: Jesus.
1: Mm. All
0: bonus like, episodes and videos are it, dead it. and
2: buried. <laughs> it also like disappeared into the ether, so.
1: Well, yes.
0: Yeah, literally don't even know where it is if we wanted to.
1: <laughs> yeah, it, it's fine. It's fine.
0: Nobody has it right? nobody has it at this point except the force and Facebook.
1: <laughs> nice.
0: Um Good one, Dad. Thanks. Thanks, Kristen. It's probably the one terrible joke I'm going to come up with today cuz I'm still sick. Anyway, oh, uh, it's we episode should, 75.
1: We should also mention that it is 5:30 uh, Eastern time um, on a what is this? A Wednesday. So this is going to be weird.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's it's a weird time, Kate, and I've been sick uh, for the last for a day me for a lifetime Uh, (laughs) um, but we're gonna power through much like Thrawn powers through Anakin's fucking idiocy
1: oh my god fucking god Uh,
0: anyway so we are finishing up Thrawn Alliances by Timothy Zahn in this episode read chapter 14 through to the end and I think you know the first thing to talk about here
1: wait you didn't ask if people were drinking oh
0: I didn't what are people drinking keeks
2: sparkling water nice
0: (laughs) i would love sparkling water i'm drinking regular water and tea yes
2: good job chris what kind of tea earl gray oh yeah Mm -hmm. what are you Uh, drinking kate
1: i'm also drinking earl gray i'm trying to convince chris to um stick to the what the fuck do they call that like when you have food poisoning and you only eat bread and the rice diet Mm -hmm. yeah that yeah so But rice
2: stands for something. It's not just rice.
1: Right. I can't remember what it is. But uh, he has decided to go rogue, as he always does when I give him advice about um, what to eat when he has food poisoning. Because when I was a kid. No, not the rice diet.
2: Rice is what you do for a sprain.
1: Oh, my bad. Let me eat. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Ankles.
2: (laughs) Rice is rest ice. Uh, Rest uh rest ice compression and elevation not for food poisoning well he's
1: definitely not doing that so (laughs) um y'all know what i mean though so i i when i was a kid i had uh, a fucking stomach bug every like month of my life and so i was very well acquainted with you can only eat plain pasta and whatever the fuck else and of course we had plenty of rice in the house because asian uh so i've been telling it's the brat diet thank you (laughs) I thought it was something like that. I don't know. Whatever.
0: Yes. Yeah, I was going to say bread diet, but that sounded like it had too many letters, so brat makes more sense.
1: I mean, it yes. is kind of a bread diet.
0: I mean, I know. Like, I... I, I But, like, the name yeah, of yeah, it, yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. there's no way it has five letters. No. It's far too involved.
1: <laughs> People are too stupid to remember that. Uh, but... So I've been telling you to like what you can and cannot eat. And you've decided to like go rogue like you always do and prolong your suffering with your liquidy poops by fucking eating whatever you want. So this guy is eating pasta, which would be fine if it weren't fucking swimming in uh, butter sauce. Chris. When was this yesterday? Mm -hmm. Or the day before.
0: No, okay. This was the day before when I was already feeling better.
1: Yeah, and but you need like again. fucking twenty four hours to like be done.
2: Yeah, bananas, well. rice, applesauce, and toast, Chris. There it
1: is. You know what he ate today?
2: And, p- and Pedialyte. They should put p- it's. It should be the brat pee diet.
1: <laughs> do you know what? Do you know what he ate today, Kristen?
2: Uh, do I want to know? I'm gonna get parmesan. Upset. Parmesan. Like, okay, what the fuck, Chris. You know what? It was plain pasta.
0: I put a tiny bit of Parmesan on it. It doesn't Because matter. flavor.
1: No. No. The point is no to have no flavor. No Flavortown flavors. USA.
2: There's no Flavor Town. No at this
0: flavors. time. Town is all around us, Kristen. Oh my You just God. need to know where to look.
1: Chris, shut up. you white. You don't even been... know how to use salt. <laughs> That's a lie. <laughs>
2: Town was the friends we made along the way.
1: Anyway, I just needed five to ten minutes to fucking dunk on Chris for not listening to me, as per <laughs> fucking usual.
0: I mean, I feel fine after my lunch today i'm just tired
1: mm. chris are shithead we'll, we'll mm-hmm. see
0: if we have to
2: stop in the middle of this
0: podcast <laughs> yeah if we have to stop mid-podcast for chris to go poop <laughs>
2: yeah basically
0: it's oh. poop pod again anyway oh. everyone
1: loves <sighs> this if Speaking
0: you're new to poop, the
2: podcast welcome
1: <laughs> Speaking <laughs> Sorry, of poop, we're talking
2: about poop let's talk that's about also, it again it's also what we talked about last episode no yeah two right episodes ago yes.
0: yeah Oh, but yeah, so yeah, speaking of poop, let's talk about Anakin. I feel like the first point that needs to be made is just a hearty congratulations to General Anakin Skywalker.
1: On trashing a whole entire planet. For
0: just some casual planetary destruction between friends. (laughs)
1: Like, I'm always joking that when I go back and rewatch The Clone Wars, which I want to very soon, I'm going to count how many ships Anakin destroys. But this is beyond, y'all.
2: He turns a planet into lava. Mm Mm-hmm. A, a lava spew it's spewing lava yep and he's like what I know how to like collapse a mine i know." And everybody's like uh it it, it what why is there a lava spew then Anakin
1: <sighs> also like why why do you why are you suddenly a, de- a, a mine demolitions expert like why is this like oh, i understand God. that they were doing a fuck ton of mining during the war and after the war but also why is this like your proud area of expertise? <laughs> Oh my
2: God! Like, oh he doesn't know how to ask for help or directions.
1: Oh my God! I know. I like how, like Padme is like, oh, it's a cortosis mine. That's why I blew up so bad, and Anakin's just like, I'm not even gonna say anything. I am a man. I will sit here and drive and not ask for directions.
0: I mean, my oh, yeah. favorite thing. My favorite thing was Thrawn being like, listen, this is gonna go really bad. Like you're dating him. Can you just like stop him? Padme's like, what? I listen. Everyone knows it, and I don't care. Why would I possibly care about this? Can you just talk to him?
1: Oh my god.
2: Yeah, it's uh as if every single person doesn't know. I
0: know. Like, I get like, that Thrawn oh. I get that Thrawn is a cut above the average bear, but he's also known Anakin and Padme for a combined total of about six hours.
1: Yep.
2: Do you think she calls him Uncle Anakin in bed? <laughs> uh... It got weird. Got weird. Oh, got weird. I didn't make it weird. Tim Zahn made it weird.
1: Oh my god. I'm gonna write. I'm gonna write a fic about that. Just a crack fic.
2: <laughs> oh my god. Please don't. But also yeah. please do. I um, like where your heads at.
0: But what if? No.
1: But okay. But it's just gonna be like 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 100 word sequel to this, where they go home and it's like. <laughs> anyway.
0: Oh, <political>. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. god i'm not even gonna say it not not even uh, gonna say it i'm not even gonna say it
2: do you guys do you guys anyway moral of the
0: that? story is literally everybody in the fucking uh, galaxy knows that anakin is married to padme and yet nobody thinks it's a fucking problem
1: he also faxed lava like a lot <laughs> like why does he love lava so much he's such a he trash really baby does.
2: he does the jedi loves lava just, um
0: everybody in the uh, cockpit when the mine explodes. Anakin, what did you do? Anakin quietly to himself. Anakin, yes. <laughs> <laughs>
2: exactly. Exactly. God, well, and, it, it? and I love how it gets like really dark. It's like well, it's m- much like when he killed uh every single sand person. Um if he has an idea and he doesn't want to not do it, he's going to do it. That's it.
1: Anakin, the yes. story.
2: Anakin, yes. That's where Anakin, yes, comes from. It's the Correct. birth of Anakin, yes. Perfectly healthy
0: relationship vibe.
2: Situation normal.
1: God. Like, look,
0: he may be my husband, but sometimes he just wants to do a murder, okay?
1: Yo, I was like, she, I, the, the bit where she was just like, you can't stop Anakin when he's in one of these moods. I was like, yee.
2: I know, that made me feel squicky, but yeah. like, Big it's supposed to. Too.
0: That's been mentioned in a police reporter three over the years yeah
1: i know right like fuck um no thank you please yeah um, I
2: know. I just let's talk about the yeah. force because i don't want to talk about anakin, <laughs> yeah, about anakin, anakin anymore talk about anakin for the rest of the podcast but also <laughs> yeah. let's talk about the, the, the rest force. of this is very thrawn heavy so love my blue boyfriend
0: honestly this book like may be turning thrawn into like one of my top three favorite characters in star wars
2: Expound. he's so good
0: He's just, like, he's so much more interesting in this book.
1: Oh, yeah, totally. Than he's
0: been in anywhere else. Like, he's he's interesting in Rebels. I think he was kind of let down by his lack of a role in Season 4 of Rebels, which, like, yeah. you know, part of the story. He's gonna, We're going to hear about it in Thrawn Treason. I'm not, I'm not saying it's Rebels' fault. I'm saying that was a choice. Right, right, um, right. But, like, we get so much more actual depth to him than right. we've ever gotten in the canon.
1: Plus, like, I mean, we... Oh, any anybody who's like can read the first Thrawn book like knows that Thrawn has feelings, but they're always just very very. He's just you know he's, he's kind of like the Jedi. Put your feelings in the little box so like your enemy does not realize you have feelings. He like has so many emotions like towards the end of this book, and I was just like, oh god.
0: Yeah, he's very he's very Vulcan for Star Trek yeah, fans. Yeah. where like he does have emotions, they're just like very deep down, and he chooses exactly to punch to express them
1: yep correct
2: very catholic
1: (laughs) dude Real.
2: um yeah but he was awesome in this book also this book was really good which i know we're gonna talk about more in the wrap-up but like what a fucking cool plot
1: (laughs) i know i know no it's great i i mean I know that this book kind of came about because um, Zahn wanted to write a Thrawn and Anakin book. And Delray was like, what if you wrote a Thrawn and Vader book? And he's like, I'll do both. And I was just kind of like... Huh.
0: Porque no huh. los dos.
1: Exactly. Like film. Por no bofa. Um, <laughs> so, oh my fucking God. <laughs> um, and I was, just kind of, I, I was curious as to how it was going to turn out you know, with the two very, very different time periods. But it did like really, really well. It's just the all the mirroring is just like ah it's like Star Wars, um, you know, calling back to itself at its best. Yeah, the, definitely. the
2: Skywalker thing like made me cry. Oh that's yeah, like, how, how dare you?
0: L O L, Skywalkers, am I right? I like literally laughed out loud when I read that.
1: Okay, that's a very different reaction than Geek's had, but all right.
2: Yes, but I mean, I'm just like they're small blue children. i love them i know protected at all costs the the purest skywalkers yes oh my god also like when they were um rescuing the the two gals who were on the ship Mm -hmm. and and they're just pointing at where they're gonna fire from i know I'm just like, that's the best. Like I, know, I, I don't really... know why that is so good, but I love it so much. Because we really are love...
1: playing fucking whack-a-mole with the Grisks, and yeah. it's funny. <laughs> it,
0: and I loved Incredible. Commander in just being all of us when he's just being like, I could get used to these types of battles. I
2: know, right? <laughs> yeah, no shit. This is why the Jedi are like, um, oh, the Force. <clears throat> yes. It's helpful. Yes. In some circumstances, most yes. circumstances. This is how the
0: Republic somehow like didn't just... literally completely crash in on itself during the Clone War. Oh,
1: Jesus.
2: Yeah. I mean, it did metaphorically.
0: I mean, yes, but... (laughs) (laughs) I've been rewatching a few episodes of Clone Wars and, like, the biggest lesson that I've learned is how the fuck did the Republic even hold their own long enough for Sidious to get his plan in place?
1: Nice.
0: God, they were so fucked. Everything about it was bad.
2: Much like the prequels.
1: Much like... How has a miracle lasted this long, TBH?
0: Mm-hmm. fair point, fair <laughs> point. Right, anyway, so yeah, let's talk about Force-sensitive Chiss. Yep. Obviously, Yay. that was the big reveal of this section, I think it's fair to say. Yeah. Uh, and, obviously, a pretty huge reveal for... I don't know if the Chiss are Force-sensitive in Legends. My understanding is that that has never been broached. Mm-hmm. Um, But I'm not sure. Um, But, like, it's a pretty huge reveal to, like, because obviously, like, I don't think anybody, like, would have died on the hill of Chiss can never be force sensitive because, like, (laughs) I just think nobody ever really thought of it. But we've certainly never encountered that before. And the way Chiss minds work combined with what they call the third sight, is very interesting, like, leads itself to some very interesting possibilities.
1: Yeah, so there's really a few things that we learned in this section. So uh, aside from, for of Chiss, and like we'll talk in a second about how that occurs and manifests in 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 chis people, and then what a little bit of the chis belief surrounding that. But the other thing we learned is that. So I think when we read the first Thrawn book, we were wondering, um, you know, seeing how Thrawn. Uh, planned everything out and, uh, you know, what his battle strategies were and all that. We were wondering, I think, is Thrawn unique among Chiss in the way his brain works? And the answer is no. Which I thought was really interesting. Like, they're all like this. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, it, it does seem like, like, that's part of why I'm so interested in Treason, because it seems like we're going to get a lot more of the Ascendancy based on what we mm-hmm. know from Del Rey so far.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, you know, at least knowing about them and knowing, we're you know, we know we're going to get Eli back, so... We, one would assume that also means we're gonna get some Admiral Arlani. Yes. Um also our blue
2: boys. Also
0: my headcanon is that when Thrawn handed the children over to Admiral Arlani, Aralani came down to the hangar bay uh, with Commander Vanto just like standing like with standing at her side and they shared like a very meaningful nod.
2: Oh
1: Thrawn and Eli. That'd be good. Oh. it's my head just just Aww. off camera.
0: Yeah, Aww. exactly. That would be nice. Um, but anyway, so like, yeah, like I feel like he may be. You know, unique in his, uh, skill set. Like he may be you, mm-hmm. you. know, he may be like the best of the Chiss. Who knows?
1: Yeah, but their brains are all you know what what Anakin invader sense in his brain. That's this weird orderly opaqueness. Yes. <laughs> like they're all like that. Which yes. Is so interesting. So should, should we? Backpedal a little bit to the thing I mentioned. Yes. Okay. So, Force Sensitive Chiss, only in children, and it kind of wears off as they grow older, and it's usually girls.
0: Yes. Usually. Thrawn noted carefully yes. with a wistful look in his eye.
1: Yes. <laughs> well, see, all right. Hang on a second. Let's 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 talk about them generally before we get to talking about the and the force and stuff. So, I thought it was interesting. Like, I was like, the they the only thing they can do with the force is have like foresight, basically. But that's mm-hmm. it. Like, it doesn't sound like they can, you know, float rocks or anything like that. Yeah. So.
0: Yeah, it seems like their powers are significantly more limited than the Jedi.
1: And I wonder why that is because it's still the Force.
0: Well, so here's what I want to know though. Okay. Because those skills that skill set seems very similar to one Anakin Skywalker before he was trained. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. that was that was how he pod raced. Like he saw yeah. things before they happened. That was how he had his reflexes. Sure. So like I wonder and like I'm gonna get dangerously close to trying to science the force which isn't a thing anyone should do because it doesn't make sense (laughs) and it's all made up and the points don't matter but like
2: Mm -hmm. I
0: wonder if it's something akin to the force works for them like that because you know being in the mortal peril of being in hyperspace and about to crash into something is like such a distress call through the force if you will that it like Even the untrained can pick it up, and that's why the Chiss have it, because they just don't have proper training.
1: Yeah, but Thrawn literally says no amount of training or anything can make them keep their ability.
0: I mean, I believe that to the extent of whatever training they have offered in the Chiss Ascendancy. Who knows that they're using the same methods that the Jedi are.
1: Yeah, but you shouldn't just... I don't know. It's we've never seen somebody just quote-unquote lose lose the force.
0: Oh, I know. I believe that they lose it. I just yeah. I'm, I'm I'm You're saying the
1: kids can't do anything else besides precognitive whatever because they haven't been trained. Yes. Okay.
0: Yes, the losing yeah. it as they get older, I don't know. Um but the the limitations of the kids abilities, I am less convinced about. Hmm like yeah. if there had been a Chiss padawan like who knows
2: yeah i i mean i think like we know that the jedi religion was developed over thousands of years and i assume like tweaked here and there to um kind of make the training most effective i mean that's just like how school works um yeah <laughs> yes but uh so i I don't know um i I guess I'm somewhere in the in the middle on on that i can it was interesting the way like Thron like i don't quite- <laughs> i don't quite believe Thron because like Thron is so smart that he was like, no amount of training blah blah blah, and I'm like, is it just like a big blind spot for him because he thinks that like whatever the chiss are doing is the only thing that could be. Done to train them, like outside of you know, to try to develop their abilities. I don't know, yeah, that makes sense, but
1: it's it's hard to know because at the point where he says that he's met Anakin and he knows what's possible, that's true. So, that's an excellent point. Like, he's seen him float things with his brain,
2: he drags the Jedi so hard. Yeah, no, we that's aren't an actual as point. as totally inept as most of the chiss legends have it. Oh,
1: God. <laughs> so good.
0: Um, But it is this is where, you know, Thrawn is so far in the canon, kind of the perfect narrator, right? Because he is so dispassionate and he doesn't let his personal views get in the way. Like, he just reports the facts as he sees them. Right. Like, to an annoying degree. (laughs) Um, But I wonder, kind of getting into the next point briefly, and then we'll cut back to the other point that you made about Celestial Navigation, Kate. Mm -hmm. um, Because I want to talk about that, too. Yeah. Um, Tim Zahn made very clear that Thrawn was having unpleasant memories of some sort when talking about Chiss Force Sensitives.
1: Yeah, well, I was wondering if, I don't, I, okay, so the question you have here is, is Thrawn or was Thrawn Force sensitive?
0: Yes, and to just finish that previous thought, is that clouding his understanding of this? Of what? Of this phenomenon. Is his experience or his failure to keep his Force sensitivity into his older age uh, making him be like, well, I couldn't do it, nobody can. Or, you know, if it wasn't him, whoever.
1: Right. I Yeah, that's that 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 is a question. Um It's it's just interesting because there is some like hurt and bitterness there and I wonder if it's because you know, Thrawn seems to have a lot of empathy for the chess children that they're rescuing. Like they're really, really, really important to him. Yeah. Um, and I don't think it's just because they're forced sensitive, I think it's because they're children. And, uh, I think, you know, the way he describes how the Chiss view these kids is that they're tools. You know, like, we don't have navigational systems, so we're gonna have these kids. And he says that they're quote-unquote cast aside, whether that means they're killed or what. I, Chris and I were kind of talking back and forth about this, like, I it's not really clear. But, you know, they're they're used for their ability, and then they're, like, cast aside, and it's just... And he he seems to deeply empathize with that. I couldn't tell though when he was, you know, clearly having those those unpleasant memories, whether it they were memories of himself or like if he had a sister or something. That was, yeah, that was my first thought was it was a sibling.
0: Yeah, or a child. Ooh. Yeah, was my other yeah. thought mm-hmm. too.
1: Yeah, mm, blah blah blah. Um,
0: <laughs> and and that's the question, right? Be- like. Clearly, someone in Thrawn's life has been Force-sensitive. I think that subtext is fairly clear.
1: Yeah, whether it's himself or somebody else.
0: Yeah. Um, Like, somebody in his relatively close sphere. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, so, like, looking at some of the textual evidence that we have. Obviously, we have the fact that he can solve every fucking mystery. He, you know, then explains it logically, which is fine. But that doesn't, you know, it's hard to tell... If that is an extension of the force, that is still just latent in him, until we see other Mm Chiss, like because we still, Mm -hmm. you know, we haven't actually seen any other Chiss to a significant degree, exactly. So, like, we don't know if that's just if all Chiss are Sherlock Holmes, (laughs) or if he is truly special, and if that is something that the force is providing. Mm -hmm. Um, and then the second thing is when he and Anakin are first on Batuu, and they are having that shootout with the smugglers. Uh, when they, you know, mention Mokiev and the Separatists are like, oh shit, now we have to kill these guys. Uh, We see something that's very small but very interesting. And that is that Anakin is having his double vision, you know, like, block up, block down, block left. Mm -hmm. And then he sees himself getting shot and knows that he can't, like, block Block it in time. And he's like, well, this is going to hurt. But he doesn't get shot because Thrawn shoots the guy first. And that would seem to me to be something that Anakin in his own force vision should have been able to account for. Unless Thrawn also saw it in some version of his own premonition, and that's why he shot the guy.
1: Yeah, that bit can go either way for me, honestly.
0: I mean, I think it can go either way. I think it could just as easily be like a throwaway, like, oh, Thrawn's helpful too, but like... (laughs)
1: Right, I mean, Thrawn's helpful too.
0: <laughs> but and I just, also, I found it interesting.
1: And also, you know, the, it, we, we know, we know for a fact that Anakin only sees one version of the future at any given time.
0: That's true. I My my thinking is that the one version of the future that Anakin sees, since he is already with Thrawn and already accounting for Thrawn in this battle, should have already then therefore accounted for Thrawn shooting that guy.
1: But he was fucking high on drugs. Anakin was? Yeah, wasn't that the part where with the gas? No, that was later. Oh, okay, my bad.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, Anakin wasn't high that time. It was a different time. <laughs> <laughs>
1: was Anakin high on Anakin? Um yeah, I okay.
0: So basically like is this a breadcrumb or is it a small detail? Right. And and honestly, I think I think there's no way to know yet.
1: And you know, there's a, another thing to account for Anakin's pride, like how much is he actually thinking that throne is helpful?
0: oh absolutely yeah so like yeah there's 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 tons of different variables here That was just an interesting potential breadcrumb oh, that sure. i saw potential that i saw placed in there
1: yeah we, we, we shall not know until the next book unfortunately
0: yeah at least if if at all i know
1: <laughs>
2: star wars
0: uh-huh. thron 4 purgles
2: thron is snow. oh my
1: god stop <laughs>
0: the reason he's so angry angry is at luke is that luke made him not blue anymore
2: Oh my, oh my god, god. Sorry, I love the space whales. Me too. They're so great.
1: So, in talking about all the four stuff surrounding Thrawn, uh, one of the interesting things to me is that, like, one of the things that I thought when I was watching Rebels, and then when we were reading the first Thrawn book, is that, you know, it's... Cl- the th- And this could be explained either way, whether he was Force-sensitive or not, is that he doesn't really understand the Force at all. He knows what it can do, because he's met Anakin, but he doesn't ever really seem to account for it when he's planning things. Like, that's why Adelon went so shittily, is because, you know... Space moose. Exactly! Like, he didn't account for, like, weird Force shit happening. Yeah. Um, And... Again, at the, at, you know, at the very end of Rebels, he did not account for fucking space whales. Mm-hmm. Like, so I don't know if that me I, I don't know what that means at, anyway, but...
0: I would I would go a step further and say that in the quote-unquote modern timeline, he he seems almost hostile to it. Yes. Which we don't so much see in his relationships with Vader, because be, be hostile with Vader at your own fucking risk. Yeah, exactly. But, like, particularly... The one line from him that will always stand out for me is in the season three finale of Rebels, mm-hmm. um, when they're on Aedon and, like, you kind of hear the Bendu's voice and, mm-hmm. like, the thunder and everything. And Thrawn just, like, goes from this unbreakable mentality to just, like, this very darkened expression being, like, what Jedi devilry is or something is yeah. this? And, like, he pulls it off because it's Thrawn voice. But, yes. but like, what Jedi trick is this or something? And he seems very upset about Came
1: it. in the corner, like, I don't know a fucking yeah, thing, my guy. like... Yeah,
0: Jedi. <laughs> um,
1: Just like, uh, I um, am this cool, but, totally. But Please he seems, tell my children I'm cool. Yeah,
0: but he like he like <laughs> seems to be very like not curious, not like nervous, straight to angry. Mm-hmm. And like that I found very interesting. And
1: he's hardly ever angry. Yeah, we exactly. We don't really see him like, be angry. Like, we see
0: him he's be angry. He's hardly ever
2: like anything. I know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we see him be angry there when Constantine fucks up and Space Whales. Yeah. Space- oh, and at Price. Yes. When she destroys the factory.
1: Well, that's because I was wait, so wait,
0: wait, wait, wait. dumb. No, all of these are very valid points in one's life to be angry, but they're the only times we see him yeah, angry. Yeah,
1: that's, that's, that's completely true. I was
0: true. also mad at Price.
1: Same. Very mad. There's
0: lots of
2: reasons to be mad
0: at her. I... Kate, Kate was purely mad over the factory destruction.
1: Oh, yeah, just the factory. <laughs> that was
0: it. Kate is a TIE Defender stan, For oh, those you yeah. don't know.
1: Obviously.
2: I actually am a TIE defender stand. Also, I love how Vader is a TIE defender stand. Yeah, that was the best was thing like, ever. He was like, Zoom, zoom, this fun. I, know.
1: <laughs> I oh my god. I was I was sitting on the couch and reading, and I just turned to Chris and I'm like, Chris, did they just put Vader in a fucking tie defender? And I was just like screaming.
0: I also love that he's like, You need to make this easier to fly. People are stupid.
2: I know. Yes. Like, make it so vader zoomies
1: <laughs> he's not wrong though like i feel like he's crashed enough ships to know that people are stupid
0: <laughs> i mean he's led plenty of squadrons into combat
2: yeah
1: no that's absolutely true Ugh. both as both as anakin and so,
2: as vader yeah it was so exhausting how much vader hates past anakin like <laughs> we just
0: i mean you uh, think uh, it's exhausting imagine having to live with it internally for 19
2: years oh my fucking god. i know oh my god like
1: Ugh, or imagine having to just, work under him
2: <laughs> i know oh my god he's got like he has like the least patience of like anyone in the star wars universe I mean, yeah
1: I you mean. can cut
0: you can definitely see how palpatine would be able to just so easily just like roll his eyes and twist vader's emotions with like without even trying which like leads to i think some of what we've talked about in the past some of the tension between palpatine and vader sure
1: um just going back to the point yes (laughs) that we that we got way off of if you don't mind so how much do we think thrawn actually understands about the force because my like going into this book i would have told you very little uh but after reading this book i don't really know anymore just because he, i
2: think he understands more than we thought he
0: did definitely i think he understands more than we know I don't. I I don't think he fully understands it. Okay, because his his failure to plan for it. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Yeah, his like, and that could be what makes him angry. Like the Mm -hmm. you know to the the Rumsfeldian unknown unknown of the force. Like he has no idea how deep this goes. Sure. Um,
1: and because it's so unpredictable, like you, like he, he can't account. I think he's. I I, I've said this before, but I think he part of the reason why he hates it is because he can't fucking account for it.
0: I mean, as I said. The Force can't be scienced, and I think that pisses Thrawn
2: off. Yeah,
1: totally. Th-
2: Thrawn loves science. He's an un- he built his whole life and situation on understanding everything forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: totally. Absolutely. He's kind of like Galen that way.
0: Mm-hmm. Ooh. He could... There's no Galen reason he can't meet sorry. Galen, or come into... like he's. We know he's going to meet Krennic.
1: Ooh, that'd be fun. Alright. Uh, so... Zooming out again on this for shit. So, children navigating ships. Oh dear, but also we have seen this before, actually. Um, in Star Wars, at least in the, in the current canon. We have seen it before in Rebels, uh, when um, Kanan and Ezra have to navigate all this ship full of poor schmucks to uh, through the unknown regions to Lira Sun, which is the original homeworld of the Lassats.
0: Well, it's not Kanan and Ezra. It's out who navigates them
1: yeah but they have to like be part of it
0: oh yeah like every yeah yes like what everybody is I, what but...
1: i'm saying is we hadn't before seen a single motherfucker be able to do it by themselves
0: oh i see i see yes
1: um which like as you do with these kids or with vader doing it himself um and then i don't know it was ex-
2: Yo, that was wild i know when Vader was doing it, he's like, "Come back, my lord," and he's like, "I didn't go anywhere. Fuck off, Thrawn." <laughs> I'm like, "Oh my god, why do you have to be so grumpy all the fucking time?" I know you're you in my don't room. I know I invited limbs, you, but why are you in my room? <sighs> He's like, at least he kicked everybody out. Fucking Christ. <laughs>
0: Good, because I didn't want to murder anybody right now, anyway.
1: <laughs> uh, true life, though, that bit where Pharaoh was just like, you wouldn't like, he, he's got all that like armor on and his helmet and stuff. You wouldn't know if that guy was having taking a nap in there. And I was just, oh my god, I got to the end of the bit where you know Vader's doing the navigation, and you know he's like deep in wherever he is, and I'm just like, did all that exertion literally just make him fall asleep? Is he actually taking a nap in there right now? Unclear. I'm sure he's not, but also. It'd be funny.
2: It's a four, it's a force nap, okay. I'm
0: I more just loved Pharaoh being like, eh, making fun of Vader. Thoughts. Fuck. 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 <laughs> I
2: know. That is so relatable. Yeah, I, I know. I was gonna say I related with with them the most.
1: Oh my god, she's so great. Uh,
0: um, but yeah, and the other thing about celestial navigation is just kind of an interesting take on the force that like. Yes, uh, Zeb did need Kanan and Ezra to kind of, like, channel the force. Yeah. But, like, I think it's fair to say that Zeb was, like, the main vessel when when navigating to lyra I mean,
1: it was this fucking, his fucking bow rifle, but yeah. Right,
0: but, like, sure. his bow rifle's not special.
1: You don't know what's in that thing.
0: Magical force-sensitive bow rifle. I was <laughs>
1: like, I don't know, maybe there's kyber crystals in there. Oh. I don't actually know what it's made of
0: we i mean that's true we don't my thinking was just that it's like we all know that or we've all we've talked about how in the past we think force sensitivity is more of a spectrum than a yes or no question Mm -hmm. and like i fully believe it's within the capabilities of the force as laid out to just be like in this specific moment i need you specifically to lead your people so here you go
1: moses yeah
0: no yeah very prophetic
1: yeah for sure interesting
2: did you just say the forces in the bible that's what i thought you said
0: no i said very prophetic
2: no i said the forces in the bible you said moses moses was using the force. oh yes yeah. sorry yeah. i
0: thought you were asking me like a literal i thought you were asking me if i literally said the words the forces in the bible to which <laughs> no. i said no you misheard me point wise you're no. correct
2: <laughs> moses was force sensitive
1: <laughs> that's awesome you
2: you heard it here first, I mean, folks. Oh, I even
1: hate that. That's just great.
2: God's
0: chosen people. Get
1: out of here. <laughs> <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Oh my fucking God. Anyway, shall we talk about Thrawn's motivations, y'all?
2: Yes. We yes. Yes. Um, Um. can somebody explain to me what was going on at the end? <laughs> what do you yeah. mean? Wait, what, yeah. What, yeah. I, I can't if you tell me what you mean. <laughs> All of it. I mean, so I can read I you the very, book, Kristen. <laughs> I was very confused about, as, as always, I, something in the book confused me. I was very confused about, like, the Grisk, uh, chiss, like, interweaving and, like, what Vader was, um, like accusing Thrawn of
0: oh yeah I can take this because I've it's Thank confusing you. and I it took me the second through to the second read and I like read it carefully the first time I read it too Um, so basically the question overall is Thrawn obviously saves the day but he sends that message to the Grisks like being like you know Advan- like, stop advancing or you will be destroyed. Mm-hmm. Um, and Vader then thinks that he is disloyal to the Empire and only looking out for the Chiss Ascendancy. Um, and Thrawn, the entire book, is, you know, por que no los dos. Yes. Um, por que no bofa. Por que no bofa. Um, <laughs> but basically, the, you know, Vader getting to the point where he can kind of, like, understand... Thrawn's maneuverings a little more, is he sees that Thrawn introduces himself to the Grisks, not as Grand Admiral Thrawn of the Galactic Empire, but as Admiral Mithran Urodo. And that does a couple things. One, to bolster Thrawn's point, it tells the Grisks that they're being attacked by a Chiss. And because of the, the Grisks' cultural bias, they see the enemy in front of them as the enemy that they need to attack. They don't. They don't deal in subtlety. Right, like the clo- they deal in brute force. The, clo- the Closer Boys. Yes. The clo- The Closer Boys are the Danger Boys. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Thank you. Listen. <laughs> yes.
0: Um. But but then, what Vader realizes is, uh, oh, I saw another ship escaping. That was not a Grisk ship. And what Vader sees in that is, what if the Grisks have already infiltrated? The Chiss ascendancy, and there are Chiss informing the attack on the Empire, essentially,
2: mm-hmm. and mm.
0: and so like Vader's like, was that a message for the Grisk, or was that a message for the other Chiss that you're on them? And like again, you're helping you you're helping yourself, not the Empire.
2: And he's like, why not? Yeah, and he's them? again yes. like, que no los <laughs> dos? Yes. Um,
0: and so it is this question of. How far have the Grisks infiltrated? And, you know, I think we're going to we're gonna get some definitive answers on that in treason from Eli. Right. It sounds like from the blurb that Delra has released. I
1: mean, right. Like, now that we have a suspicion of this, it's kind of it's treason from both sides, right? It's Thrawn leaving the Empire to go back to the Chiss, and it's the Chiss betraying other Chiss yeah. to go with the Grisks. Yeah,
0: absolutely. I Theoretically. alliances. just as alliances had multiple meanings in this book... I think treason is gonna. It's it's not just gonna be Thrawn oh. doing a should I stay or should I go.
1: Right. It's book titles.
2: They are well thought out. It's a symbol. Unlike, <laughs> unlike article titles.
1: Yeah, so true. <laughs> oh my god. Sorry. <laughs> oh, fire my headline writers. Oh, oh
2: my god. Oh, headline writers. So bad. The, poor poor writers. They're like. We painstakingly researched this, and it's like a perfect article, and just you, editors you, are like, you did
1: this. Um,
0: That's like one of my biggest pet it peeves it when people like poopy, shit poop, on poop, 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 poop. Yeah, journalists on Twitter What? Uh, and being like, this is a shitty headline that like isn't reflective of the facts, and they're like, can you read the fucking article? I know. I didn't write the
2: headline. Right. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. <laughs> it's not my fault. <laughs> Sorry, that was a slight off topic. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, but what? Sorry. Was,
1: well, okay. So putting all this together, what are Thron's motivations? I don't know.
0: I mean, it's hard. Like, I don't think we have a direct response to that yet. Because,
1: I mean, well, it's it's hard because like he joined the Empire to bolster the strength of the Kiss ascendancy. Yes. And now he's trying to help both so it's like how many points are in this column and how many points are in this column
0: yeah he's he it's a very tight balancing act that he's playing right now
1: right and he's leaning real hard towards the chest let's be real yeah just like just based on what his fucking mission is period like he like took eli who could have been you know a promising I don't know, shipping label printer or whatever the fuck. Like, and just like, zip- <laughs> what? <laughs> and they, like, zipped him off to like the I Didn't say anything. Just be like, bye, bye, motherfucker. I'll pick you up in six months. Like, didn't tell anybody about it. And it's just like, you took, you literally took imperial resources and gave it to the kiss. Yeah. So.
0: And. Blah, blah, blah. I mean, I mean, ideologically, it does seem like his primary uh loyalty is to the chiss mm-hmm. regardless of what he says about, uh, to the emperor mm-hmm. but as he and vader note that becomes a lot more difficult in practice when he is in the empire for sure like practically it is the easiest thing in the world to just abandon the chiss instead sea it is next to impossible and obviously we know that this isn't how he dies necessarily but a good way to get dead to betray the empire. Mm
1: -hmm. Right.
0: Although I did enjoy uh, Thrawn being like, I've actually already thought of three ways to kill you, but that's neither here nor nor there. Oh my
2: God. It made me laugh so much. Yeah. And you know what? I I was just sitting there, you know, through is to kill him, take off his helmet, take off his helmet, take off his helmet. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Fuck. Not nice. Oh my God. Oh, so, we know now that Thrawn got sent to the Anakin planet that he exploded. moki um, M- Mo'Keeve to... Um, <laughs> the Anakin planet. To- <laughs> well, all right. You know I'm bad with names <laughs> and everything. Um, <laughs> Honestly,
0: but- I, I just want... Us to, like, give away as, like, a Patreon exclusive one day. Just, like, a Keeks-labeled map of the
2: galaxy. Oh,
1: my God. That would be so good.
2: <laughs> that would be very upsetting. Be so, <laughs> um, so good. Anyway, Keeks. And, yeah, we would have to include, like, characters, too. Because <laughs> I don't know any of their names either. Um, as you were saying. But, so, we learned that he went to Mokiev to get the, like, shield generator. Yes. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, but, like... We also hear a little bit, like... I I think it's right when he's, like, meeting Anakin or whatever. And he's, like, telling him that he's not, like, a military general or something. What what, We find out, like, what... We find out just, like, a tiny little bit more about, like, Thrawn's place within the Chiss before he comes to the Empire. And I don't really, like, understand the significance of it. I
1: think he says he's, like, a... Reconnaissance dude, or whatever the
2: fuck. He
0: introduces himself as a commander of the Chiss Ascendancy Imperial Defense or Ex- Expe- expanding expeditionary defense something. Yeah, something like that. Um, which
1: which is the most oxymoronic name for anything. Yeah, I mean it's it's while. hard
0: to know what that means without knowing the rest of the hierarchy.
1: Yeah,
2: but I don't know. I don't know. I just thought I just thought it was interesting. I was like, this is just like a little nugget.
1: I. I think it, like, basically, what Thrawn's job is basically my worst nightmare, which is that aliens have secretly been watching us the whole time and are just like, these dumb motherfuckers. (laughs) Yeah.
0: I mean, yeah. Clearly, the the
2: Chiss and the Grisk both have.
1: Yeah. So that's creepy.
0: Also-
2: Yeah, sorry, I did not think more through what my question was, but I am just wondering. I just wanted to make sure I didn't miss any bigger breadcrumbs. Mm -hmm.
0: Also big pet peeve that the plural of grisk is grisks. Ugh. It's so hard to say it should just be grisk.
1: Grisks is hard to say. Yes. Okay. No, it's not. <laughs>
0: <sighs> anyway, um
1: So yeah, part part of part of my like point to go under your 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 broader topic of um. Thrawn's motivations is like what he has to gain by allying with vader and i'm like idk not getting dead (laughs) Mm
2: -hmm. oh i just realized sorry that there is another when when anakin first meets thrawn for the first time um there's like a child pilot with him
1: yes yes navigator (laughs) sorry yeah
0: that's why he doesn't introduce his pilot as a real person. Yeah. A, I know. because no, I have my she navigator. has one rule. Or she has one role, rather. Mm-hmm. Um, but B, because that is, like, the most closely guarded secret of the Chiss Ascendancy, that what your pilot is.
1: Yeah. Awkward, child labor. Yep. Yay, Star Wars. <laughs> right.
0: Um, But it, to get back to Thrawn's motivations in this point, like... Like, because, like, saving the Chiss... Yes, it seems like it's a strong motivator. How he's going to balance that with the Empire remains to be seen.
1: But... Or not. Or not balance it.
0: Or not balance it. Um, But the other question
2: is... Oh, excuse me. Sorry. I'm yawning.
1: Fuck you, Chris. Oh. Jesus.
2: Like That's from the Parmesan. <laughs>
0: classic Parmesan yon. Um, like, is his own pride also a factor in any of his motivations? Like his like drive to just like get
1: things right i don't i don't know what pride is because i have none Like, <laughs> don't understand don't understand this this question yeah i don't know i feel like i feel like that's part of it but if they i don't i don't know we will we will find yeah out.
2: i just want to know more about thrawn exactly I, as always <coughs> that's
1: my as always I want
2: to know more about. Them. Yep, uh, I want to know more about and I want to see him, Sherlock Holmes, more things because it's one of my favorite things that we get in the canon now. Yes. Uh,
1: so this is a kind of a side point, non sequitur about uh, a and invader. But you know, Vader spends the entire fucking book being like, "Oh my God, he knows who I am. He knows who I am. He knows who I am." And we're just like, "Shut up, Vader!" And then at the end, Thrawn's just like. Oh yeah, that's definitely Anakin Skywalker. Like, of course I knew that. It's just, I was just laughing at the callback to, um, how, how is Padme gonna know that you're here? Padme will recognize my style. His style is talking stupid and breaking things.
2: Talking stupid, breaking things, and being her husband. Yep.
1: (laughs) And Thrawn recognizes all of these things Mm -hmm. in Vader. Mm -hmm. Please send help. I was yelling.
2: Oh my God, Vader's such a fucking trash baby. Yes. He just is. I'm like, it, He, I, <laughs> I like can't even. He the the him pushing away so much of like his Anakin stuff. I'm like, you know, some of this may like may have been useful if you didn't just repress the <laughs> shit out of it. You know.
1: Nah. Oh yeah.
0: It. I mean that's the thing. I mean, this is this is a whole discussion that brings a lot of other sources into this many of them from the vader marvel comics that we don't need to talk about now but like one thing that i love about this book is that it shows like because like i feel like the popular culture casual fan view of vader is that he is this perfect nemesis right like he is all powerful and evil (laughs) and he is so fucking broken he is like hanging on by a thread every day yep like he can barely go 20 minutes yep without thinking about the past. I know. And like that he's is the how Palpatine of all the trash babies. I know. And like that's how Palpatine is able to like keep him subordinate.
1: Right. It's also why he wears his helmet to hide the fact that he's always crying. Yeah. Exactly.
2: No tears. <laughs> like... No tears. No tears.
1: left to cry. just, just... No.
2: Nope.
0: Uh, yep. But yeah. So that's just that's toaster. just like that's one of the aspects of Vader that I find so fascinating, the fact that he is forever broken. And like So that is just always A really interesting aspect so of it just,
1: You just relate to that so hard
2: <laughs> For, He's Forever Forever internally screaming He must be wearing a cape At all times Or else he can't Function I mean true Didn't something happen With his cape That like insects Were attacking him Or whatever yes. Yeah they had, they had to, like, they they had to, to clean his, cape his armor. again Yep <laughs> <laughs> Oh can we just talk about What a fucking Trash can Anakin move <laughs> <laughs> animating the fucking empty vader suit was
1: i i was like
2: first of all that was thrawn's idea yes he just recycled thrawn's idea which i know is the point but it's so funny it's so
1: good i i mean i was screaming about it to chris and chris is just chris was like apparently he's gotten better at you know making things that are not alive uh pretend to be walking and i'm like well to be fair have you seen vader walk (laughs)
0: Oh my God! I know. <laughs> my my other favorite thing in that scene is Kimind going like, "All right, door's clear. Time to climb up the ladder. Whoop! Guess Vader's in a hurry today. Okay."
1: I
2: know. <laughs> yeah.
0: Daddy's picking me up today. All right.
1: Yeah. Whoop! For real. Just whoop! It's a good old yep.
2: coming coming up you know, coming
1: up. <laughs> it's the long history of throwing small men out the out the hole. Yep. No, I'm serious though. Callus, Han, Kimind. <laughs> Life is hard.
2: Yep. Sometimes you just, like, aren't patient. This is just him being impatient again. I
1: mean, obviously.
2: <laughs> I love how it's, like, when you think about we have we have Thrawn versus Vader, and we see, like, both of their kind of direct reports in the Navy, and you're like, God, I would be so bummed if I had to, like, be on Vader's team and see Thrawn. Thrawn's team operate. It's like he he's like oh my god they're like he's like fostering their development i know he's like coaching them he's like what a good boss whereas vader's like you are dead now (laughs) (laughs) you annoyed me i know (laughs) super dead literally
1: literally yes like if we if like like if performance reviews were an actual thing in the empire vader would get like horrible marks from his his employees
0: nobody nobody would give vader his performance review
2: yeah no They'd be like, nope, lost it, and, and it lost that form. Yep. Sorry. <laughs>
0: Nobody, Nobody's given Vader a performance review since Tarkin died. <laughs> <laughs> Bro. Um, we are actually going to talk a little bit about this next episode, though, because there's an interesting dynamic to that, whereas, like, yes, and we can actually use this to kind of transition into Thrawn's place in the Empire, because I know Kate wanted to talk about this, but there's an interesting dynamic to that where, like, Thrawn is such a good, uh, like, caring, like, compassionate like committed uh, leader, but he's a fucking alien, man. Like we seek him and to have that reaction.
1: Mhm. Right. Uh. Yeah. So going back to that, and also why, also part of the reason why I think he can't have full loyalty to, to the empire, and we talked about this a bit uh, with the first throne book, but it's because he's an outsider. We know the fact that the empire is literally racist, speciesist, bigoted, bad, bad. Um. Rude boys they are rude boys um
2: real bad rude boys right
1: and the only reason why thrawn is able to climb the ranks as quickly as he does and have the the trust that like from other people that he does is because he is literally better than anyone else at doing the kind of job that he does and so i tweeted about this a little while ago um more towards when the book first came out but you know there are folks who didn't care for this book. Don't care for Thrawn's character, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Which, like, you weren't entitled to your opinion. That is fine. However, one of the things that frustrates me is when people complain that Thrawn is like too perfect. And you know, may- I think maybe you know, Chris judging by what you were saying about um, uh, the original Thrawn trilogy and how his character was presented there, like that might have been a true criticism then. But the way I see Thrawn being presented, in, you know, in the current canon, is that he's it's, it's it's an immigrant story. Like he, you know, he he gets out of the Chiss Ascendancy, you know, for what regardless of his motivations, he he comes to comes into a world that is completely different from the one that he's used to, especially because he comes from a really homogenous society. The Chiss Ascendancy is probably pretty much only Chiss citizens hanging out in there. Hello, Squeaker, Squeaker. Hi. And he's instantly just like shat on for being a blue boy, basically. And there's a there's a point here in the book where he like... It's either him or Pharaoh who recognizes that. Like that's what he's had to go through.
0: It's So it's... Because I want to talk about this too. It's him when the first time Vader like kind of like goes to him and is like, you're going to tell me what's going... Like what you think is happening right. now. And Thrawn is like... I would prefer not to do that because in the past when i've done that yep. to you white people yep. like they don't believe me unless i have proper evidence and then even when i have the evidence they say i'm wrong
1: yep yep and you know just like looking at his background and looking at how hard he's had to try like what i see is like you know for like you know for just from my personal experience it's like it's like um east asians coming to america so it's like it's that same sort of story where you know people like my dad you know come over to america from china and they have to be perfect and keep their head down and work hard and all this other stuff and like be like you know be the really good model minority and everything to get what they want or you know to get their kids into college like you know they they tell their kids that they have to be perfect they have to get to trade A's. They, have to, they have to get. You know, the best scores on everything, and then get into a really good Ivy League school, and that's how you prove yourself. Because otherwise you're just a dumb gook. So, like, the, it's, it's frustrating to me when people don't look deeper at these things and consider their own biases in terms of, like, how they're viewing like, the lens through which they're reading, because a lot of the complaints that I saw about Thrawn being an annoying character were from white women.
2: Blah, blah, blah. To
1: which I was just like, okay, guess I'll go drink now. (laughs) So.
0: Yeah, that'll happen.
1: Yeah, which is like, so I just wanted to point that out because it's not, you know, as long as Star Wars is still using... Um, non human species as proxies for people of color, you have to remember that. Yeah. So, that's my soapbox. As usual, dear, thank you. Thank you. Dear Kate. white people, fuck you.
0: <laughs> Kate is always watching and always disappointed.
1: Literally, yes.
2: As she should be. Yeah.
0: But yeah, so that's why there is this interesting dynamic of Thrawn's loyalty, too, because, like, why should he have loyalty to the Empire? Right. Like, they're not nice to him. Right. The emperor is just using him for his knowledge. He's smart enough to know that. Yep. Like, so it's like.
1: Yeah, no. I mean, as much as the kids are, are tools for like, you know, navigating ships, he's a tool of the empire. That's, and that's what, and that's how Vader describes him. The, the emperor has use for him, so I'm not going to fucking strangle him to death.
0: Absolutely. And like, for every Eli who like really comes to respect him, there's a. You know, those kids in the Academy who tried to, like, get him kicked out because they didn't like him. Or there's... to
1: get a 40-year-old man kicked out of high school, guys. I <laughs> you know,
0: right? Seriously. Um, <laughs>
2: That's
0: very funny. There's, there's that. Or there's Kimmond who doesn't like him because he's an alien. Yeah. And is, like, very, like, upset about the fact that he is going to die for alien lives. Yes. Like, so there is... Like, there's a real and again, tension.
1: Right. And again, like, something that we, we've seen, we saw in Thrawn, we've seen in other Star Wars books, is that Imperials, they refer to them as aliens. Like, not as non-humans, but as, like, aliens. It's not that ju- you're not just negating them, you're pu- you're also putting them over there. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah.
0: Yes, it wasn't also, non-Imperial like, lives, in- it was alien lives.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: It's just, like, very rude that Thrawn is so good at his job, and they're just such pieces of shit to him. I mean... It just makes me really mad. I mean... I know that's, like, life.
1: Yes. I was about to say, like, that's just mad fucking real. <sighs> it's like how I applied to grad school last year, and I didn't write about, um, you know, my immigrant parents having a hard fucking time coming over from old country, and so I didn't get in anywhere.
0: <laughs> <laughs> sorry i don't know how to move on from that but we're at the end of the outline so here we go anyway uh thanks for like, listening yay to this cheerful sick filled episode of oh, the Horse Pod. next episode we're going to be talking <laughs> we're going to be wrapping up thrawn alliances by timothy zahn uh probably giving away a copy yeah of, of, thrawn. of thrawn by timothy zahn the first book yeah in this series yep um and then our next book in a couple episodes from now is going to be Leia Prince of Alderaan by Claudia Gray. Um, yes, we're very excited whoa. for this one. Um, YA uh, Leia novel takes place when she is 16. uh It's amazing because it's Claudia Gray.
1: And just because it's YA, I don't sleep on this one. Don't be a dick.
0: Yeah, I, yeah just remember Lost Stars.
1: Just remember that YA. So
0: fucking good. YA period is just a sur- yes category of book. Yes, for Christ's sakes. Yes. Um, in the meantime, hit us up on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Tumblr, BookWarsPod, at all those platforms, BookWarsPod at gmail.com to email us, rate, review, and subscribe to both us and the Toshi Station Radio mega feed, and when you leave a full review on iTunes, you are automatically entered to win many prizes, one of which is the aforementioned copy of Thrawn by Timothy Zahn. Also, donate to the Toshi Station Radio Patreon, and give to us on Coffee at ko fi dot com slash book pod uh thanks to a couple donations from um one of them was from shannon who was the other one from megan ah thanks to a couple very generous donations on coffee from uh our listeners shannon joy 26 and
1: at six moments on twitter, moments megan, on twitter. Kennedy.
0: megan kennedy um <laughs> i don't know people's handles i
1: know
0: um but-
2: i don't know characters names
1: <laughs> great
0: truth um But anyway, we are that much closer, but still a little bit away from being able to provide some uh, buttons and stuff for Star Wars Celebration. So we hope that you will give to us as you are able. Uh, Our theme song is Whiz Bang by Poddington Bear. Our logo and artwork are by Joby Terror Design. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Book Wars Pod. For Kate and Kristen, I'm Chris, and we will talk to you next week.
1: Okay. Uh, But, oh, Jesus. Oh, Chris, you're just gonna squeak here the whole fucking time.
2: Hey, he's been really well behaved.
1: Fuck me.